0: Before investing, prospective investors should carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. The current prospectus contains this and other information and is available at EatonVance.com. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Not FDIC insured. Offer no bank guarantee. May lose value. Not insured by any federal government agency. Not a deposit. Investments involve risk. Principal loss is possible. Distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC. Here's your money briefing for Tuesday, February 14th. I'm J.R. Whelan for The Wall Street Journal. After your stock portfolio or 401k took a beating along with the rest of the stock market for most of 2022, we've seen markets bounce back in the first month and a half of 2023. That may seem like markets might have turned a corner, but investors seeing the big picture aren't so sure.
1: There are some fears that market sentiment could be turning. The enthusiasm that's been in the markets so far driving this 2023 rebound, a lot of folks are wondering how long can it really last?
0: Coming up, we'll talk to Wall Street Journal markets reporter Hannah Miao about what's driving that fear and how investors are pulling their money from funds that benefit from a rise in U.S. stocks. That's after the break. This
1: podcast is brought to you by Northern Trust Wealth Management. There's more to being a successful entrepreneur than just good business practices. What is it about an entrepreneur's childhood that helped fuel their entrepreneurial spirit? What are entrepreneurs doing to cultivate this spirit in their own children and build a legacy beyond their business? Tune in each month to the Road to Why podcast by the Northern Trust Institute, where host Eric Shopeia dives deeper with leading entrepreneurs on these topics and more. Find the Road to Why where you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: The S&P 500 is up about 7% since the start of the year, but many investors have their doubts about the trajectory of the market going forward, and they're pulling money out of funds that track U.S. stocks. So where are they putting that money, and what is it about the U.S. stock market that has them concerned? WSJ markets reporter Hannah Miao has been talking to investors, and she joins me with more. Hey, Hannah, thank you very much for being with us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So, Hannah, to what degree are investors pulling money out of these funds?
1: Investors have pulled a net $31 billion from U.S. equity mutual funds and exchange-traded funds in the past six weeks. That's according to the latest data from Refinitiv Lipper. That's the longest streak of weekly net outflows since last summer. It's the most money pulled in aggregate from domestic equity funds to start a year since 2016.
0: What are some examples of funds that track U.S. stocks?
1: The largest U.S. stock ETF is the SPDR S&P 500 ETF with the ticker SPY. That tracks the S&P 500 index passively, and it's what a lot of investors use when they want to get exposure to the broad U.S. stock market. Money managers also often offer mutual funds or ETFs that track the S&P 500 or other U.S. stock indices, and of course, there are actively managed mutual funds or ETFs made up of U.S. stocks.
0: All right. So what is it about the current market that's causing investors to make those moves?
1: U.S. stocks since the beginning of the year have really rallied from a pretty tough year in 2022. And some investors haven't been buying the rebound. A lot of the rebound year-to-date has been about enthusiasm that the Fed might cut interest rates later this year, and some people really don't think that will happen. And so even though the S&P 500 is up some 7% this year, last week, the S&P 500 actually fell about 1%. That was the first week it had losses in the whole year. And so there's some fears that market sentiment could be turning. The enthusiasm that's been in the markets so far driving this 2023 rebound, a lot of folks are wondering how long can it really last?
0: But all we've been hearing about are indications from the Fed that they may not have to continue an aggressive path with raising interest rates. W- what happened there and what's causing the investor sentiment to change?
1: We've got some data recently that showed that the economy is still really strong. For example, the January jobs report was more or less a reality check for many investors. It showed that the U.S. is still seeing pretty robust jobs growth. And so there might be a lot more work the Fed has to do in order to cool inflation, to bring prices back to reasonable levels.
0: All right. So where are investors putting that money that they've pulled out of funds that track U.S. stocks?
1: bond and international equity funds have been seeing net inflows year to date so these are funds that track stocks of companies abroad and also those tracking taxable bonds and municipal bonds and in fact they funneled a net roughly 12 billion dollars into international equity funds about 24 billion into taxable bond funds and nearly 3 billion into munis funds And that's because fixed income, it looks pretty attractive this year with rates moving higher. That means fixed income assets have higher yields and fixed income is generally seen as a pretty safe option. So when investors are kind of weighing this tough market environment, they're thinking, well, might as well put money in this more ultra safe area of the market. With international equity funds, international stocks have outperformed year-to-date because there's been some optimism about China's reopening, for example, the dollar is weakening, which is beneficial to shares of companies abroad, and they have attractive valuations relative to U.S. stocks. That means they're generally seen as cheaper than U.S. stocks when comparing share prices with the earnings of the companies.
0: But are investors turning away from the U.S. stock market altogether?
1: No. So interestingly, we've seen a divergence between buying individual stocks and these net outflows from stock funds. So, for example, Tesla has been a real crowd favorite among investors year to date, among individual investors Tesla in the last several weeks has made up about a third of all of their single stock net purchases, and that means investors are kind of looking to really go all in on certain companies that they really believe in, and we've also seen a lot of action in the options market, kind of exemplifying some of the speculative buying that we've seen year to date. Speculative stocks have also been among the top performers this year, coming off of a really tough year when they were hit hard by higher interest rates. And investors are going back into those companies that aren't necessarily expected to be profitable until many years in the future.
0: But doesn't that seem a little counterintuitive? You know, investors unsure about the trajectory of the U.S. market, but they're raising their exposure to risk with things like speculative stocks?
1: It can definitely seem counterintuitive, but the flows data we've seen in the equity market really speaks to how investors are taking different approaches this year in the markets. Some are going for these ultra safe options as they're kind of waiting out this market volatility, while others are taking advantage of the volatility to place bets on more speculative names. It really speaks to how investing carries a lot of emotions with it, and people choose different options for how to navigate these crazy market times we're living through.
0: All right, that's Wall Street Journal markets reporter Hannah Miao. Hannah, thank you so much for being with us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: And that's your Money Briefing. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal.